This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I uh, am doing well. I perhaps ill-advisedly ate a big burrito right before we did this, so I'm feeling a yeah. little a little sluggish. I had uh, uh, burritos beforehand as well. <laughs> Multiple burritos. Well, these were small. They were kind of more like, I don't know, taquitos, but not as small as a taquito. Yeah. It was but a casserole, I, Tim. It was a burrito casserole. You know how I love casseroles. I know you love casseroles. Can I confide in you, Tom? Is this a safe space? Yeah, just between me and you. I don't care for taquitos. Yeah, I'm not crazy about them, but I'll take them if you got know. any. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would I don't, take I don't, them. I don't think that that's a crazy thing to say, Tim. I think uh, you know taquitos aren't that popular. You don't see them in that many places. No, and I only see uh, them in like the frozen section of yeah. uh, grocery stores, and then I get them home, and they're not they're not good. They yeah. always trick me. I always think they'll be good. All the ingredients. This is one of those things. The ingredients are all good. I like I like every. <laughs> it's less than the sum of its parts. Well, it sounds like part of the problem might be that you're buying frozen taquitos uh, and probably just sticking them in the microwave, Tim. And there's only so good. Although I will say, I. Like on a whim, got a frozen burrito uh, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and for like the first time in my life, had the the forethought of like, oh, I'll, I want a burrito, but not too badly right now. I'm gonna cook it in the oven instead of the microwave. It, th- this thing had to bake in the oven at like I don't know, <laughs> had to cook it at like 110 degrees for three hours or something insane. Um, but by the no, I think it was it was like 200 degrees for like 40 minutes, though. It was crazy. Um, maybe 250. Anyway, uh, cooked it and ate it. It was delicious. It tasted so much better than it does in the microwave. I, 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 I'm with you on that, and I'm proud of you for doing that. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I always <laughs> think of you as anything biological you wait to the last second to do so like if, if you're hungry <laughs> yeah, that's you have to true. eat within the next 12 seconds or you're gonna die or yeah. if you had to go to the bathroom like get out of the way because tom has to go to the bathroom he's waited for some reason he's waited too long that now it's an emergency <laughs> yeah i i also like don't go to bed until i'm like falling asleep naturally wherever <laughs> i am <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I procrastinate uh, nature's nature's calls, maybe? Sure, yeah. Na- nature's call to hunger. Um, but I'm doing well, Tim. Thank you for asking, uh, even though I also had some burritos, but you don't hear me complaining about it. Boy, f- talk about first world problems. This guy's complaining about eating Chipotle. I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm, I was preemptively kind of explaining why maybe uh, maybe I'm not going to be completely on my game this week. And what's the uh, Low, reason? Lowering expectations. What's the, what's reason, the reason every other week? Last, yeah, I get yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim, I... I was ahead uh, of you on that one, though. <laughs> well, that you, you saw coming a mile away. Um. <laughs> Uh, I'm doing well because uh, my body finally feels okay. I have been sore for the past few days because I did extensive toilet work this weekend on my toilet. No, and Tom, that, nobody that, wants and to that hear doesn't about mean, this. No, that doesn't mean uh, pooping or anything like that. That's not what I mean when I say I did extensive toilet work. Because in the past uh, you've said that, and that is what it has meant right but this time i'm not talking about that 
this time I'm talking about fixing my toilet. Doing some work on the old John. Yeah. And being sore, being so sore for days uh, and thinking like, huh, well, it took it took a long time. But the toilet finally got its revenge on me for all the uh, hell I've put it through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I noticed this, Tom, a lot of people mm-hmm. noticed this, uh, this past weekend, uh-huh. a bunch of us, like, uh, yeah, I didn't hang out because I had to fix the toilet. Tom, this is another thing you do. Uh, you're part of a group of, of mm-hmm. friends and it's, it's been a pandemic for a year. So what we do is often I'll meet up in the park and have a nice day in the park. You've rarely mm-hmm. come to these, um, because I think you like you're you're thriving I'm... in in quarantine, right? You don't a little like bit. you don't like getting together with people and doing things. Look, if another coronavirus came around out of nowhere, would I be sad that you know people were getting ill and dying from it? Yeah, of course. I don't want that to happen, but I've I've figured out how to do what I need to do uh within Within the the confines of my apartment. You're getting very worried that this thing is winding down. I see you at night trying (laughs) to catch bats and, uh, (laughs) you know, squeezing the blood out of them, doing whatever you got to do. You're like, there's got to be, there's got to be another one in one one of you suckers. Tim, the reason why I'm trying to catch bats has nothing to do with that. And I, I, and I will say no more. So there was an email that was circulating. Uh Uh-huh. it's like, hey, we're we're going to the we're going to the park, Prospect Park, right near your your apartment. Yeah, um, I know. Anyway. I was there the weekend before. Yeah, and uh, you weren't not with us, not with you guys. No, I don't you feel do. the need to to invite with my girlfriend and my dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and uh, so anyway, you usually just don't respond to the emails. So we at least mm-hmm. got a response. Yeah, because like, if I respond, then you bring it up on the podcast. Well, when you respond and say, we'd love to make it, but I have to fix my toilet today. And no, I didn't break it. That was it. it was like an hour after we all got there. We knew you weren't coming. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it was kind of an urgent thing. And also, uh, along those lines, um, I, I specified, no, I didn't do anything to break it. And then my girlfriend was like, oh, cool. Great. So now your friends all think I did something to break it. And I was like, all right, I'll follow up with an email saying, just to be clear, uh, my girlfriend didn't do anything to break it either. This was just a normal toilet problem that happens because of God. Um, but she didn't want me to, 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 didn't want me to call any more attention to it. So now I'm just talking about it on the podcast. So a bunch of strangers hear about it. That's fine. Um, literally none of our friends listen to this. So we're in the clear. Um, here's my philosophy on toilet repair, Tom. Mm-hmm. If it's not something that you can do in less than 20 or 25 minutes, Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be doing it. A professional should be doing it. And thus, you should just go to the goddamn park with your friends and have a nice time. (laughs) Oh, and just leave a strange plumber in my home? Rifle through all my things? Uh, Well, this was... The problem is, I always think it's going to be like 20, 25 minutes with any project I take on. And that's just never, ever, ever the case. Uh, so in this case, the problem with the toilet was the toilet was leaking out of the bottom. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, it wasn't leaking any kind of uh, sewage. It was just like leaking as like the toilet sat there. You know how a toilet works with just water sitting in there. Mm-hmm. That's when it would leak. Um, so I had to take I had to take the whole goddamn toilet apart, Tim. Yeah, Have you, you ever should, taken a no, toilet apart? No, because that's not something that a civilian should do. It should be a licensed <laughs> plumber. It's wild, man. It's wild to like have to take all the water out of the toilet and Wait, like yourself. Are you talking about the toilet tank? I'm talking about the whole goddamn toilet, the whole kit and caboodle, Tim. Okay. 
So I had to like take all the water out of the toilet with a cup because like you flush it, obviously. But, you know, at a certain point, it won't flush anymore and you just have to get all that other water mm-hmm. out. So that's real gross to do. <laughs> you turn the water um, off, I assume. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Okay. Uh, I had to empty the tank as well. Um, and then had to first unscrew the, the bolts holding the toilet to the floor. Mm-hmm. And then had to uh, break the seal. There's like a seal holding the toilet down. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm chiseling. You shouldn't, all- you shouldn't have done. This is a rental, Tom. You, I'm, you don't- <laughs> I'm chiseling away at it like Michelangelo himself working on the David. Uh, I finally get through all of that <laughs> stuff. The David. Go on. <laughs> I finally get through all that stuff. I broke two different screwdrivers using them as chisels. <laughs> you shouldn't um, have been doing this. Why didn't you get a chisel? I didn't have one. Believe me, I'll be ordering one shortly, um, just in case this ever happens again. And then I, I finally, you know, break the toilet from its uh, uh, post. You know that at the bottom of a toilet, just a goddamn hole? <laughs> just a big hole. What, what, what did you think was down I mean, there, I Tom? guess I didn't really think about it, but it was just wild to look at it and be like, well, that's where everything goes. Um, I had a mask on, and then I also, like, covered up the hole because the hole just leads down to the sewers where the Ninja Turtles live, and it smelled mm-hmm. unbelievably bad. Um, actually, not unbelievably bad, appropriately bad. Yeah, I think you'd have it. Yeah. So I, I'd believe it. <laughs> yeah i took a big whip and i was like yeah i'd buy that um they had to get all this uh i don't know why toilets do this toilets have wax there's like wax holding it to the to the ground yeah so it doesn't um, leak water out yeah well whoever did this did not do a good job but that's also the probably thing. the this- last guy that lived there who thought uh, <laughs> uh i don't need to go to the park today i'll fix no this it's it's the people running the building. I get this whole thing apart. There's like duct tape holding this shit together, mm-hmm. which is why I didn't want them to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, oh, yeah, you'd do a much better job, I'm sure. I did do a better job. I got rid of all the wax. Getting rid of this wax was unbelievable. It's so much wax. It's like a pound of wax you have to, and it's so gross and sticky to everything. Uh, I hope there's a plumber I, listening that's going I, to... Uh, Rip you a new one, Tom. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, th- th- so I replaced the wax one with a with a silicone uh, version that's supposed to work better. I think the problem happened, which I found out because I had plunged the toilet too many times. <laughs> so, so and you did I think break it. Broke, it. <laughs> I think it broke the seal. I just did it too many times. From from too many violent plungings. <laughs> yeah, too many urgent plungings. Uh, so yeah, uh, got all that set up. And then it was just getting the toilet onto the two bolts again. Toilets are heavy. I don't know if yeah. you ever realize this, Tim, but they're heavy. And they're mm-hmm. very awkward to hold. So like my, uh, my butt muscles have been sore appropriately. You're holding uh, it to your butt? No, but you're like squatting. And like holding it while you're squatting to like try and line everything up, mm-hmm. and then lower it and lift it and lower well, it. If you and didn't was... alienate all your friends, maybe somebody would have come over and helped you. <sighs> I'm not gonna have no. Nobody would come over and help me fix a toilet. They do what you're doing and be like, "Oh, get a professional," instead of learning how to do it myself. <laughs> Dad, but I I will bet you five thousand dollars that toilet breaks within two weeks. Okay, I'll take that bet. I mean, I don't trust you to report if it does. <laughs> I uh, want to come over every two day, weeks. three times a day, <laughs> and check the status of your toilet. Okay, you can start using my toilet instead of your toilet. I mean, that would be way more than three times a day. And, you know, I'll tell you, uh, you know how long this took me to fix, so you wouldn't... I wouldn't be able to, I, you know what? I might be able to fix it in the middle of the night if, if this were going on, if there were a problem. But I'd have to trust that the problem happened in the middle of the night. Tim, 
you would know if if you won the bet. It's worth five thousand dollars to just come do every uh, every number one or number two in uh, in my toilet. Okay, the bet starts tomorrow. All right, Tim. Well, as you just heard, all this manliness that I've been doing this past weekend, fixing a toilet. <laughs> hurting yourself alone. <laughs> hurting myself on the toilet. Man, I had to, I had to go sit down a few times because it's just like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> like I'm afraid. My, 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 my afterwards, like, you know, I got things like, you know, mostly cleaned up, but uh, but I was like, all right, I want to like, take a shower i've got like all the big stuff out of the way i want to take a shower and then i'll clean the rest like you know like a like i would normally clean the bathroom and like my legs were shaking from from being in this weird position for like an hour holding like a i don't know how much a toilet weighs 40 pounds maybe you're also just very out of shape we are oh yeah and that and that too yeah yeah, exactly. Like having done nothing and then holding a toilet in a weird position. How much does a toilet? How much? I'm gonna say sixty-five cost? pounds. A hundred pounds. It wasn't a hundred pounds. It might have been. I'm Maybe pretty a strong. king's toilet. The average toilet is sixty to one hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, the, your your New York City apartment no, I'm, toilet. I'm is... looking at my model here, Tim. Ninety four pounds. Your mo- what model is your toilet? I I believe it's a Toto Drake two. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what model toilet you have, Tom? Tim, I, I was staring at get... this thing for hours. I think people uh, have seen the uh, episode topic this week. Mm-hmm. Maybe tuning in for the first time, they hear us talking about toilet stuff and burritos, and now we're segueing into man cave. Do you think uh, they're going to think this is a total broadcast? Maybe, maybe that's the the new direction. Maybe we're going to pivot to that. Pivot. To, oh, should we talk about like supplements too? <laughs> no, we start talking about supplements once we have supplements to sell. And then we tell people, you know, we've tried all the other supplements and they were no good. So we set out to make our own. Did you ever take creatine, Tom? No, I've never taken creatine. Yeah. Have you? No. I mean, <laughs> I've never I've never lifted a weight in my life. Uh, I remember that being a thing, though, in like high school, like people started taking creatine to play high school sports. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be a, uh, a cognitive booster uh, nowadays as well. Really? So we'll we'll put it in our. Uh, uh, I think we'll uh, we'll call them TNT super pills. Yeah, and the logo will be a stick of dynamite. Ooh, like uh, TNT. Exactly. Yeah. We should uh, make but- our why why aren't why aren't we making our own pills? It's about time. <laughs> yeah, and unlike those other pills, we hand make ours at home. How many people do you think <laughs> buy the Alex Jones pills? pills? How many people do you think buy the Alex Jones pills and think that he had a hand in developing them? Probably uh, a not insignificant portion of that audience, right? Oh, I'm sure all. I mean, I, that's how he markets them. I I believe, like I made <laughs> He's in these. the lab screaming. Yeah, and- and you look at this guy and you would think like, well, I don't want to take whatever he's taking. This guy's 42 years old and he looks like he's it, like hitting 60. Wait, is he 42? I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Alex he's like Jones? only a little older than us. Wow. And so accomplished. <laughs> I mean, he's more accomplished than I us. I mean, you got to hand it to him. Like, I mean, the, the man uh, has accomplished. No, a lot. I'm sorry. He's 47. Okay you so i have i still have time to achieve yeah you've got a few more years yeah anyway what were we talking about this week man caves man or she sheds she sheds seashells by the seashore that's like another another thing nowadays that uh uh there the female version of a man cave is a she shed 
Why does that need to have alliteration if a man cave doesn't? Why not just like a, a woman cave? I don't know. And also, like, a shed is a different thing. Like, I assume a man cave is a basement. That that's what not makes... always. It's not always, but I think more often than not, that's that's what the cave element is. And I, I also... I always thought it was also, more of a primal thing. It's where a man can go and uh, get in touch with his more masculine caveman roots. Yeah, but I also think that it's normally in a basement. Um, and I also think that that's because, you know, that's like an area of the home where uh, a man's partner would be more likely to be like, okay, yeah, I don't give a shit what you do down in the basement. That place <laughs> floods all the time if you want to start... <laughs> Building expensive things down there, it's fine. Now, it should be said, Tom, do you know anyone with a man cave? Not that I know of. Me neither. I think we're not All at my that... friends are women, though. <laughs> I mean, that a lot, a lot of them are. Um, yeah. I feel like you, you to, to have a man cave, you need to have space. To, like, yes. Yeah. So, like, anyone that a we New know York in New York City. New York City man cave. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. But, like, all of our suburban friends, I feel like, haven't been... Like, a man cave... You want a man cave if you live with a woman that you hate. <laughs> I was going to say, all of our suburban friends don't hate their wives enough to build yeah. a man cave. Um, or if they feel like... Um, uh, start to feel responsibility uh, crush you from all sides. Like, right. You know, this is like, like a, a place to retreat to. Yeah, like, if you're... If you're like uh, costs get out of control and like you up you, your 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 car payments are a little bit too much and your mortgage and then you got kids and then your then your mm-hmm. wife's and uh, it's just like I I need to get away otherwise I'll just lose my mind so just like right. poor planning or like I guess the poor planning of spending your life with someone that you hate sometimes you don't know you hate them until you've already screwed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so... <laughs> we both thought long and hard about that one. <laughs> so anyway... I thought I had it made in the shade. It turns out in a couple of years, I'm going to be like, oh, no. Well, that's... I mean, that's the thing. Look, Tim, I'll be, I'll be honest here, uh, and I don't care who knows it. I would love to have one of these. And I I have a, a, a great relationship, <laughs> but I still just want this. This is this is and I feel dumb and basic for admitting it. But like this is my dream to one day have Tom. I got news for you. Mm hmm. You kind of lived in a man cave for a while. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like I, I, I was, you know, uh, a swinging bachelor. I had. Well, that's the thing, Tim. You're thinking of my bachelor pad, not oh, yeah. a man cave. Two different things, Tim. Right. So a lot of the same elements, p- just different context. Well, but a lot of the elements in a bachelor pad are intended to seduce. <laughs> well, I don't. Then I then I question the fact that you ever lived in a bachelor pad. <laughs> Where is a man cave, Tim? It's like I'm not trying to seduce anybody. This is just for me and the boys. And the boy and and sometimes the boys. No girls allowed. I mean, it's it's just the adult version of you know when you're a kid and you have a clubhouse and no girls are allowed. Yeah. Would you ever? I don't. I don't think that people actually hang out. Do man caves get used? Because like, if if art like, if Jimmy called you up tomorrow, somebody mm. that you know in the suburbs, and was like, "Yeah, hey, I uh, finished the man cave. You want to come over and like watch the I game would... tomorrow?" I think I'd be like, "No, thank you." I'll, like, I'll well, come and like I... have dinner with you and your family, though. <laughs> I would be excited to see it. Like, I would definitely. If if somebody I knew was like, I just finished my man cave, I'd be like, I'll be right over. I want to check it out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it'd be if at the end of that visit, if they were like, cool, and you'll come over every Sunday night from now on to hang out here. I'd be like, oh, I don't know about that. With the caveat, it depends on how cool it is. <laughs> if they have like a really cool thing, then I, you know, 
I might I might come over a lot. So you're saying like a if a bachelor pad is meant to draw uh, a, a partner in a, a sexual partner, then a man cave is meant to like attract friends. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, and uh, I shouldn't mention that we are. I don't know. I, I think man caves are exclusive. To people in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Men in relationships and specifically men in heterosexual relationships, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't imagine that there are a lot of uh gay man caves. But maybe there are. I mean there there could be, but but I just imagine it the trope of like a nagging wife who like decorates the house nicely and a guy's like no it should have like predator armor in a in a case when you come in so it's like this one corner of the house that a heterosexual man is allowed to like you can do whatever the fuck you want down there because nobody's ever gonna go there it's not gonna be aesthetically pleasing um to anybody except for i don't know that guy except for you yeah I think, uh, all right. I'm. I think I'm anti man cave in general. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I was doing some research, and there's some really sad ones. <laughs> uh-huh. And the saddest ones are the ones. Uh, it, there's two sad ones. It's the ones where they've really cheaped out on stuff, and it's yeah. like a t- pull out card table or something, mm-hmm. and like some old recliner. And then the other sad one is the one where it's like. You spent way too much money on this. <laughs> I think you put yourself into debt for this, and it wasn't worth it. Yeah, I've seen some man caves. Like I, I'll get into some of the more extreme ones that I've seen later. But, uh, but I've seen some just like really nice ones, uh, like online on YouTube. You know, of course, people love to give tours of them. Mm-hmm. And like really cool ones with like, <laughs> oh no, is this something that you've done like in the past before looking stuff up for here, watching man cave videos on YouTube? Yeah. Right. What do you mean? <laughs> Why Did they is get that recommended bad? with all the Joe Rogan videos that you watch? I mean, Joe Rogan pretty much broadcast from a man cave. They got recommended when I searched man cave, man cave tours. <laughs> um. No, I got interested in it just because, like, there's a much bigger culture now of, like, uh, people, because there aren't really in the U.S. uh, very many uh, video arcades anymore, Mm -hmm. Uh, people buying old arcade machines and putting them in their houses. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's some people have probably built, like, some pretty cool things. And that's what led me to searching about it. But uh, I was going to say before that, I've definitely seen some tours of man caves where like they start upstairs and then go into the man cave and it's like, yo, the rest of your house looks like shit. <laughs> and and you've obviously spent like tens of thousands of dollars like on on coin up uh, or coin operated uh stand up arcade like original arcade machines. And like some of these it's like, oh no, you've got uh you know, like a ridge racer like you've got four sit down arcade games that are like tied together so you can race again. Like that had to have cost a goddamn fortune. But then I'm looking at the rest of your house and it's like, Oh, you need like a new refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. Look, life is short and, uh, do Play the hard. things you want to do. And, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to shame anybody for like, look, if, if you're really into having arcade cabinets, Mm-hmm. Well, Do I it. thought you were. I thought you were going to say that the two types of man caves you've seen are like solo man caves, and then like I'm trying to create a hangout zone man cave because that's kind of what I've seen. Yeah, um, and it, and it makes sense if you don't have the room to make a you know a gigantic place to hang out, or if. You know, you're you're living with somebody else and they're like, uh, could you not take over half the house? Um, that totally makes sense. Uh, you know, and there are a lot of like low key ones where it's kind of like, oh, I built a home theater room. Right. Um, with with a big projection TV and some like really nice, you know, leather movie seats. 
Uh, and then I also have like a few little trinkets around or whatever, but it's still like, this is for the whole family to use, but it's my obsession. Yeah. I just, I think there's something wrong, like not wrong. I don't want to judge anybody, but I think there's something wrong for somebody who has a family to Mm -hmm. be like, I need the like a lot of stuff because my <laughs> interests do not overlap at all with the people that I share this house with and I need a place where I can go cuz I don't like anything else that anybody else I live with like so I need this sanctuary here it's like well then you fucked up you fucked up your life you shouldn't well, you shouldn't I, be in this house I think I I don't disagree with you. I do think that there are some man caves that are, I would say this too. There's two types of man cave. There's like the, uh, like, uh, I desperately want my childhood back man cave, which is what I would build. Mm -hmm. And then there's the, like, I want to be on the cover of cigar aficionado magazine (laughs) one day. Yeah. (laughs) Man cover. And that one I think is like a little, like you were saying, like maybe you should reevaluate things if that's how you feel. But I think some of the, like, I want to recapture my childhood. It's also like, I also want to be the coolest dad ever because I built an arcade in her home and the kids are going to go bonkers. I did see in fairness, like a lot of these, arcade uh uh man caves that people built with you know the 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 person's kids in there and like the kids are obviously like just living their best life having an arcade in their home yeah but then if they're like all right photo shoots over get out of here and never come back <laughs> yeah and don't, daddy's tu- room. don't touch the predator armor This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, you ever uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you, uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting but... you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I a lot of things. I love second. And then the treasure, that's also The positive. treasure is the, is the wild card. We, it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's... Uh, Something anyone can uh, can benefit from. It's not just uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, Tim. I have... Let me just first talk about uh, arcade games in a man cave. Okay. And, of course, like, you know, having like a street uh, street fighter to a Mortal Kombat or whatever, that's cool. But what do you, how do you feel about, I have like a few things. These are machines you would find in our, in an arcade, but not necessarily a video game. Okay. Um, uh, I'm reserving judgment. Uh, first one, a pinball machine. Would you want a pinball machine in your man game? Um, yes. I like pinball. You know what my problem with a pinball machine is? Too loud? Number one, too loud. <laughs> uh, number two, 
I feel like I'd get tired of like the ramps and stuff. Like, uh, well, I think uh, the cool thing about pinball is like the variety of when you walk into a place, it's like, oh, they got the Kiss pinball machine. Or yeah. Like, oh, cool. They got the Pulp Fiction pinball machine. It's like, mm-hmm. I think it might get stale day after day. But don't you, uh, I secretly harbor dreams of like having a pinball machine and just being like amazingly good at it. To what end? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's not ever going to get me anything. Even if somebody comes over and is like, look at that high score, they'd be like, neat, wow. <laughs> All right. Want to watch no me idea. play pinball? Like, I'll watch people play video games, but I, I'm never so bored. I'm never as bored as I am when I, when I have to like wait my turn in pinball. Yeah, I mean, we grew up with uh, uh, a good friend of ours, Dan, uh, had a pinball machine when we were like teenagers in his house. He had a, a, a Bucky or a Bullwinkle. Oh, yeah. And Rocky. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky yeah. and Bullwinkle. <laughs> um, uh, arcade machine. And like his whole family was very good at it. But I don't ever remember being impressed by that. <laughs> I think I just <laughs> remember thinking like, yeah, of course they're good at it. They have, This is theirs. It's in their yeah. uh, like den. I'm always a little bit sad, too, when I see people doing the moves where like they uh where they hit the, the, the pinball machine a little bit and they know exactly how much how hard they can hit it without getting a tilt. tilt. It's like, "Eh, you spent too much time with it. You should have been reading a book or like... (laughs) You spent too much time. Uh, What about air hockey? Air hockey, uh, 100%. I think that's Also very loud and annoying. Um, Yeah. But it is fun. It's It's a very fun game. Yeah. Uh, Pool table. Billiards. Need too much space for it. And too many people think they're, they're... I don't like the attitude that people have to have to <laughs> put on. Yeah, exactly. Around, around a pool table. I think like I don't know. There was a, there was a time in like our early twenties, right? Like I feel like mm-hmm. everybody, everybody in our generation in in the suburbs, kind of like adopted yeah. this kind of like. All right, maybe maybe pool shark is in my yeah. Cars. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be a pool guy. Yeah, and like I'll be a billiards man. And I, I feel like so much of it is just posturing and stuff, and, and I don't like it. People with with their own cues that they're, uh, yeah. they're screwing together. Mm-hmm. I don't like that culture. Yeah. Um, you're right about needing a lot of room. Like, I've even been to bars that have pool tables where it's like, yeah, there's enough room for the pool table. <laughs> Did you forget that people also have to extend, like, huge sticks out behind them while they're doing this and there shouldn't be a wall there when they have to do that. Um, I think if I knocked all the walls down in my apartment and took out all the furniture, I would have enough room to put a pool table in. (laughs) So you're considering it is what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. Um, What about a a coin operated basketball hoop? Those are fun, right? Those are fun. They're fun for a minute. Yeah. I mean, they're also, again, the type of thing where if you get good at it, it's like, cool. You know, this ball's like heavier than a regulation ball and smaller. And that hoop is smaller and closer than a regulation hoop. So it's like, this is not only not transferable, but I bet if you went and tried to shoot on a regulation hoop, you wouldn't, you wouldn't miss horrifically. Yeah, and it's just like if you sat there and put a hat uh, in the same place in in the room and just spent like hours a day throwing playing cards into it, you get really good at throwing playing cards into that hat in that exact spot from the spot. But like, if somebody, if you were like, "Hey, somebody else, come over here, watch. I'll show you how good I came at this specific distance with this specific hat and cards," <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, "Cool. So you've been doing that a lot, yeah." can you do it with my hat no (laughs) you want to come over to my house and do it nah i can't the lighting event is in a different place um the last well i also have on here darts and ping pong but i feel like those are more like rec room type things Mm -hmm. i thought you were gonna go more like claw machine oh well i'll get to that (laughs) okay Uh, 
Look, I'm just doing like the the like reasonable machines that people might have in their home. And like okay. lots of people have, you know, to to get a dartboard in your house, you could do that tomorrow if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh no matter, you know, pretty much no matter where you are, you could fit a dartboard. Now to get one of those like dartboards that automatically keep score and everything. Sure, that's a bigger uh investment. Got to get a sharper image for that. Yeah. And same thing with like a ping pong table like you can get a cheap ping pong table. Uh, it's mostly just you need the room to play ping pong. Like, yeah. I, you know, I know a ton of people like growing up that had ping pong tables in their garage or whatever. Because um, you ton. can also not a ton, but a few because you can easily set it up and take it and tear it back down where it's not taking up a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of room like a pool table would. Um, but what about a foosball table? Again, our group of friends got very much into foosball. Yeah, because Dan had a foosball table too. Yeah, and I I never got on the foosball train, and I just hated how much foosball was played constantly. And yeah. everybody got really good at foosball, and great, but like now <laughs> none of us are playing foosball anymore, and it's a level playing field yet again. Yeah, it's a it's a frustrating game. Like, there's a very steep learning curve to foosball. I feel like. Yeah, once I to, once I was told you can't just spin the guys around, I was like, Yeah, all right, I'm out. It, it's a very like any. It's easy to pick up. Anyone can play foosball, but uh, learning how to like pass and stuff and like actually defend. Yeah, it, it gets uh, complicated fast. Or not complicated. It's just you have to put a lot of time into it. Yeah, uh, I, I hadn't like even putting time into things. I guess is, <laughs> is the takeaway from this. I hadn't even point. thought about a cl- a claw machine, but that'd be pretty cool. You but gotta again, keep it stocked. Well, yeah, and then it's like you know, and then if you have friends over and they're like, oh, "I want a teddy bear," you have to be like, "Cool, you know, you don't actually get to keep that. It's yeah. mine." And to what put would, it back. What would a cool man cave like? What would be in the claw machine? It wouldn't be like teddy bears. It would be rolled up uh, penthouses with a Ooh. rubber band around them. Yeah. I yeah. Again though, like having a having a claw machine where it's like, well, I already own everything in the claw machine, and even if I get really good at it. Every yeah. claw machine's different and and can be calibrated differently, so it's not really a transferable skill. Again, it might just weaken your your overall skills at the game. Yeah, you know, you you could also put like a Van Wilder DVD in there. <laughs> in its case, of course, it'd be too hard to just pick yeah. up the DVD. Yeah, no, maybe like the deluxe version that comes in like a, a box case. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it has like or... a shot glass with it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the like party university edition of Van Wilder. Well, so along those lines, Tim, how important do you think a bar is to a man cave? And now we somewhat recently talked about how having like a, a basement bar or a den bar, uh, like people in uh, in the 60s, it seemed like it was a lot more prevalent. Yeah, and that's cool. I think yeah. that's very cool. I think man caves mostly just have like here's here's it has its own refrigerator a mini <laughs> fridge that like I can keep my beer in. Yeah, because my well, wife but... says I drink too much, so I have to put the beer <laughs> in a different. Well, I I saw some that have. I think there's a fine line because I, I, you know, was looking at pictures, doing my research. <laughs> my, my research for this show is usually looking at pictures. Um, <laughs> and a lot of these, uh, there were some that were really cool. And then there were some bars that were like, I don't know, like really big where it's like, that's like a well-stocked big bar that i would expect to see if i went to an actual bar and then i thought like well is that what you want you want to build a man cave and then have to be a bartender all night somebody might uh like that i think you know especially someone with a high stress job but likes to uh likes to achieve spend their money yeah and and also likes to achieve things i think it's kind of like uh all right well 
this is a, a, a low stress way and I can I can still be work you know these people that are always working, you know? But yeah, it's like yeah. there's a low stress type of work because uh, at the end of the night everybody's had their drinks and they go home. Yeah, I'm not like investing millions yeah. of dollars into somebody that, you know, for somebody that could have me murdered if I screw this up. <laughs> right. Um yeah, I guess like having a I'm also thinking like having a real big bar means you're going to have like 20 people over at once, but I guess you could have a real big bar and just have like five of your friends hanging out mm. and then it would probably feel cool. Because that's I've how I seen, like being in real big bars when it's exactly like nobody's in there. Because you know, I've seen some of these where it's like, you know, they have like a bar and it's big enough for like two or three stools, and uh, you know, that's cool, but it's like, eh, probably like three people don't want to sit crowded <laughs> against each other at this bar, and like you've got to have the stools because that makes it feel like a bar, but yeah, and uh, in a man cave, you need a buffer zone, bro. Hey, exactly, Tim. Otherwise, if you were in a your bar, wife, would you sit right next to me like this, bro? Your bro, your wife might come down and be like, "What the hell? I want a divorce. <laughs> I I married this man under an illusion." Mm-hmm. Now, Tim, what do you think about having a collection of action figures in your man cave? Um, to play with? No, not to, of course not to play with, Tim. To look at behind glass. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. I never really played with... uh, I wasn't much of an action figure kid. I was more of a puppet kid, as we've established. (laughs) Well, well, what about a man cave with a puppet theater? Uh, Maybe. You don't want to perform. You just want to look at them. I mean, I don't. I don't feel the need to relive my childhood because (laughs) I don't feel the need to like pick up puppets. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like, if somebody built a man cave and they had their friends over, it's like, yeah, man, you know, you come to my man cave, we're going to relive our childhoods. And then he got down there and it was like, check out all these building blocks. (laughs) (laughs) I got so many stuffed animals. It's crazy. Sidewalk chalk. We're going to (laughs) play. You'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah. It's like, well, no, I want to relive when I was 10, not when I was four. There needs to be some, some IP involved here. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've seen a few. So I think having like a home theater is kind of a different thing. Right. I'm jealous of these rich Hollywood folk that uh, have uh, a screening room in their house. Yeah, we have a friend that went to George Lucas's house once and got to why got to go to his screening room to watch the George Lucas episode of A&E's biography. Uh, <laughs> That's the lamest thing to watch with George Lucas. It was his episode. Uh it was the George Lucas episode of A&E biography and this person did not disclose to George Lucas. I, I won't go into too many details of how they were at George Lucas's house, but did not disclose to George Lucas that growing up, they were the most insane Star Wars fan I know. And I'm just thinking, like, he could have at any time probably been like, hey, George, can we put on, like, uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back? He'd probably be like, oh, yeah, I have a pristine 35-millimeter print. <laughs> I'm sure he had, like, reels of stuff that, like, has never been seen by anybody. Yeah. That he would have been like, oh, yeah, do you want to see, like, the camera tests for uh, Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, yeah, or, or some extra scenes that I yeah. cut and nobody knows about. Any of that, but he <laughs> instead had to watch an early version of uh of that so it probably still had like time code on it and stuff well, that's pretty cool any biography everybody's favorite show but like i mean maybe maybe there are pictures of this online i've never looked although i again i do look the at a george lot of pictures lucas for biography there's probably no, pictures no, of it of of what his um uh, home theater looked like because this is a guy oh, yeah. behind like THX and stuff. Mm-hmm. His home theater is probably bigger and nicer than any movie theater we've ever <laughs> been to. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even need that kind of thing in my home theater. Um, right. 
I just feel like, you know, even like, yeah, I don't know. You see pictures of like Pat Oswalt's house or something. Mm-hmm. And it's just a couple rows of like, co- of the new comfortable stadium right. uh, or yeah, theater yeah. seating. Recliners. Yeah. And then just a, a big screen there and, and a nice sound system. And I guess the thing I'm jealous of, like, you could turn stuff up really loud and your neighbors wouldn't bang on the walls, but that's not something I could do here. Well, and I think also just having like a, a windowless room that you could do that in. Tom, you love windowless rooms. You're always <laughs> you're always doing so much. Well, that's a weird thing. Like other otherwise in a home, if you know they're showing you a home and they're like, "Oh, and here's this windowless bedroom," you'd be like, "Well." what the fuck are we going to use that for that's you know like a jail cell you need at least one tiny window in a room tom when we were roommates in our early 20s Mm -hmm. the living room of our uh shared four bedroom apartment didn't have any windows why didn't we set up a theater in there what were we thinking i don't know and especially because there was like one time my light bulb like burnt out in the middle of the night and i had to like go into the kitchen to see if we had more and with all the doors closed and my light not working, it was absolutely pitch black. Like could not we could have see started anything. a fun haunted house in there too. Yeah, um, some extra scratch. But yeah, if you if you just have a room in your house where you can darken the whole place and not worry about how loud it is, um, that's awesome. Because then then you really are getting. I, I feel like something very close to the movie theater experience. That yeah. that's such a big part of the ex- people always talk about like uh, like oh seeing movies with other people. That's what it is, and it's like eh, part of it. The big part is just that it's completely black. There's no distractions, and the sound is loud, and and the bass is heavy and stuff. Yeah, if you have this space, this windowless, lightless. Um soundless room uh make a theater don't lure neighborhood teens there and murder them yeah but if if you I'm take talking nothing, to you tom oh i was gonna say if people take nothing else away from this episode that should be it yeah no i'm pleading with you i saw a pic- one of the pictures i looked at online you know with like a, a movie theater in a man cave the um uh, still on the movie screen was uh, Forrest Gump in front of the Washington Monument delivering his speech. Cool, and very I was cool. just thinking, like, oh, is this like what the pin? Like, man, I wish I had a room in my house where I could get away from my wife and just watch Forrest <laughs> Gump. <laughs> like, I would have, I would have preferred like an over-the-top like uh, scene from Rambo Three or something. Yeah. It just seemed like a weird uh, choice to me. Not bad. I mean, great movie. Yeah. Um, what do you think about in a man cave having uh, a separate entrance? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I think having a separate entrance would be cool because then your friends can come and go. That's true. I mean, is, is the premise of a man cave like, look... This is shit my wife doesn't want me to do. Um, I don't want, I don't like it. It seems like a, a separate entrance implies like illicit things are going to happen there, or like no, there's some level th- of sneaking around. I'm just thinking it's the type of thing where, like, look, you can come by at any, you know, one o'clock in the morning, you don't have to worry about like waking up my family. You know, <laughs> why, do, why, do, why do you want people to come around at one o'clock in the morning? And you know, just come Who's around the coming back. to your man cave, Tom. Come around the back, peek in the door, see if you see me wiping the bar down. <laughs> Maybe working a late night. You can come in. No, I guess my 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 dream is just to uh, be a bartender at a bar <laughs> where I pay for everything. <laughs> and, and my friends come sometimes late yeah. at night. And there's Batman figurines. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if like I had a if if let's say I was very rich and I had a very big house and a, a big man cave and it had a separate entrance and I was like, Tim, I'll tell you what, you're a good friend. You can put your hand up to the hand scanner. Yeah, it has a hand scanner, and that will let you in. 
and you can just come hang out here anytime. And then it's like, maybe one night I'll just be like, maybe I'll go down to my bar and hey, there's Tim hanging out. So in this scenario, I'm just going to go there. And if nobody's in, in there, scenario, I'm still just going to hang around. Yeah, maybe. And I'll come down I there do and there? I'll be like, oh, hey, Tim's here. And you'll be like, oh, I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> that's why you're there. And then I'm like, oh, that's not what I had planned for this, Tim. <laughs> I can't imagine any other scenario in which I would just go and <laughs> yeah. sit alone in your man cave. Yeah, Unless Tim, I had after, nowhere else to go. After 10 years of invites, you finally come to my man cave by yourself. You're like, yeah, I got bad news. <laughs> My wife myself. changed the locks. <laughs> All my stuff is on the front lawn. Tim, uh, we've got a few minutes left. I want to talk about some extreme man caves. And I want to get I want to get You really to, run with this, Tom. Uh you're giddy. You're yeah. uh, you're so excited. Uh you've been talking a mile a minute. We gotta get you into a man cave before it's too late. <laughs> Get me into a man cave and wall up the entrance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's what, well, that's I, what I meant. <laughs> well, do you have... Uh, I apologize for, for potentially uh, just no, it's okay. steamrolling I think, you. I think your your passion for the subject uh, eclipses any of the, the notes I took. Any of the kind <laughs> of... Look, I feel like I've been too negative about man caves. If you have a man cave and you're listening, look. More Invite power me over. To you. Invite Tom over. Um, I saw this guy and I guess you could, I mean, so I have two examples where it's like, I don't know if these are man caves or just things insane people have done. Um, I saw a video today, I believe it was on the verge, um, of a guy who built a train car in his basement, a one-to-one, a one-to-one replica of a uh, via Canadian train, which is basically like I, I believe like a commuter train, or or maybe like a the Amtrak equivalent. Okay. Um, he built it in his basement. It's nuts, and so basically, you just it's a regular looking home, and then you open up a door where it's like, oh, what is that a closet? And you walk down steps, and it looks like it doesn't look like a train platform. It looks like a regular home floor, but that a train has pulled up, and um, he, you know, was able to salvage a lot of stuff from like a real train car. Um, it's not full size, but it's probably like half size. Um, and you know it's it's like a hundred percent authentic, and he just goes in there and hangs out. You know what he does in there. <laughs> the only, the only, because I was like, "What is he doing here?" And he's you like, know "Well, what he does in there." Instead of the bathroom, he put yeah, a he, <laughs> he put a uh, like a record room for like records and stuff. And he's like, yeah, sometimes I go in here, I listen to records. He's like, to be honest, a lot of times I just come in here and I listen to train sounds. Okay. I mean, who am I to judge? You know, yeah. Who... Well, and the thing was, I'm watching this. I'm like, I don't know. It'd be cool if he had like, you know, a big TV, a projector in here. You could like watch movies. And it's like, yeah, but then that would take away from the fact that it's a train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's really stuck there. He likes any... being on the train. Yeah. That's uh, fine. The other, the other one, there's a dude, very, very similar situation, completely normal looking suburban home. You open up one door and it leads to a basement where he has built like a replica of a small slice of Disneyland. Okay. I'm always offended but, when people are really into Disneyland. It's like Disney World is bigger and better, guys. <laughs> well... And similarly, this is like kind of useless because it's not like, (laughs) no, you don't say, (laughs) well, it's not like, oh, and I've got like rides down here and stuff. It's like, I've turned my basement into like what you would see standing in line outside of a ride at Disneyland. And there's not really anything to do down here except like, look at everything uh, but that's what I've spent, you know, like the last decade of my life, uh, you know, uh, pouring over. 
schematics and like, you know, finding little bits and pieces of either authentic stuff or stuff close enough. I guess not everything needs to have a useful purpose. Like, I I think most things in like a suburban home probably do. I bet like other people in his home could probably think of like better uses for that space. I don't know. But like, let's say they they put a piano there instead. And he's like, I'm Mm going to learn how to play the piano. But like as a hobby and I'm not going to go out and like perform ever. I just want to I want to learn how to do this for for me. And I want to know how to play these songs. Um you know, how is that any different than like, oh, I want to th- make an exact replica of this part of Disneyland and, you know, nobody will ever see it or take any joy from it. But uh, <laughs> the process of doing it was was Well, was nice I was going to say that that's probably that's what I'm missing here is that both these people spent years and years and that's what it was. It was the process of making it that right. that appealed to them, I think. And the then, satisfaction of a job well done. Yeah. And then if they subscribe to the Buddhist philosophy, you tear it all down. Yep. Before anyone can even see it finished. Yeah, exactly. It's not about that. Um, I also saw some some other extreme man caves, Tim, <laughs> that included things like a bowling lane. Okay. That's cool. I mean, that's... If you that's had enough true. room for a bowling, you know, not an entire alley, but like a lane or two, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. That'd be fun as heck. So Richard Nixon um, thought, and he just did it. He's like, I got a big basement. Yeah, I got a big basement how, in the White House. I'm going to make that into the that cost? That's crazy. Nowadays, oh, if the president put a bowling fortune. alley in the, in the, they'd be like, come on, man. You got work to do. Uh, but other people have done stuff like, uh, I know Obama built, a like, a I don't think it was a full basketball court, just a half basketball court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Trump did something weird too. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember what it was, but I mean, like people do spend money, uh, built and also like. I don't know. Nixon did that in like uh, the seventies or mm-hmm. whatever. That's when like bowling was like the the thing. Like that probably imp- improved his approval rating because they're like, ah, he's a bowler. He's a he's he's not so tricky after all. <laughs> uh, rock climbing wall. Some people build rock climbing That's walls. Cool. Well, I mean, that also to me kind of goes against the man cave. It's like this is a place for sloth. Not a place. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, not a place for physical activity. Maybe I don't know. Uh, do people have ever have like weights and stuff in their in their bin? That see, Tim, that's a gym. Some people there there are. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. <laughs> there are man caves. I forgot there's the word least, for gym for a second. <laughs> there's at least at least one man cave that has a boxing ring in it. That's I mean, cool. that's you pretty settle cool. scores there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you settle scores. You, you, somebody cuts you off and you're like, follow me to my home. <laughs> We're no, gonna I'm box. just saying like if you really want your friends to come out, hang out, and it's like, uh, you know, Tim's mad at Tom because Tom never comes out uh, uh, to, to the park hangouts. Uh, right. And it's like, all right, you guys fight it out. Yeah, you know, get your aggression right. out. Get it all out, and then then we can then we can move on. I would probably be like Tim if you have a big enough man cave that you have a full regulation boxing ring. Why are Why are you suggesting we go hang out in the park, you asshole? Let's get out of your house. There's a fucking pandemic, Tom. That's why. Well, but it oh, but it's uh, but we can box. That's fine. I mean, oh, the, we would do like a mandatory quarantine. For yeah, two exactly. Weeks. Quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> take take uh, multiple COVID tests and then box. Mm-hmm. I I would beat the hell out of you in boxing. I'd beat the snot out of you. Yeah, you would. <laughs> You're bigger than me. <laughs> um, and then perhaps the ultimate thing you could have in a man cave, a urinal. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Why? What? Why to piss in, man? <laughs> is it a problem to, to pee in a real toilet? But isn't it nicer to pee in a urinal? I don't. I, 
I never really thought about it. it it's probably uh, conserves water. Yeah, it definitely does, Sim. It's for the environment. That's why, That's why I want to urinal. Most man caves are built to, to be uh, green, eco-conscious. It's better to pee straight out than straight down. Right. <laughs> put it on my grave put it on my tombstone I'm not gonna ch- I, I haven't given much thought to it but you seem to have have done the work here so well and in a man cave you don't have to worry about anybody looking at your wiener you can stand as far back from it I as mean, you want it depends on how many people are in the man cave with you that's true is, yeah, is the but urinal have... like in the middle of all the action there is <laughs> no, it, next, is like it a... next to the air hockey table <laughs> no you would have a room you would have a bathroom down there and one of the things you would have is a urinal and a regular toilet and a regular toilet yeah for number two and Wouldn't you women. be afraid that when you were in there, somebody would come and uh, use the other toilet while you were using the urinal? Look, Tim, nobody's going to be coming to this place. It's just going to be me in there. If somebody comes in and they see my wiener, I'll just be happy that somebody's there. I don't think we really learned anything this week. <laughs> Why? We learned a lot, Tim. I got through so much. Jesus. I don't know. What do you expect? You want me to talk about different themes you can have for man caves? No, like an no, old, no. Like Tom. an old ship's captain quarters? <laughs> That's or how cool, about actually. this for a theme? Just rock and roll. <laughs> all right. All right. I like these themes. I'm coming around on man caves. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at tcgte follow us on twitter at complete guide follow me on twitter and instagram at tom reynolds follow me at your pal tim if you want to support the show check out our sponsors this week also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books the podcast and more our secondary feed of weekly shows uh every friday new shows uh this week we were read last week we did another q a in a month, we're doing Tim and, Ty- Tim and Tom get high as heck. Um, as heck? I didn't yeah. sign on for getting that high, Tom. Uh, and this week, uh, Tim's got a new book to read. What book um, are you reading? <laughs> a really cool uh, man caves, getting high, and reading A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Look, Langle. Tim, we're Renaissance men. Well, one of the themes, I, I just copied and pasted this uh, like big list of themes. <laughs> one of the themes right below Hollywood, which like, you know, that's a fine theme. I wouldn't do <laughs> that, it, but I understand it, like, it. Uh, it. Oh, there's it's a picture a, of John Wayne and a picture of Mad, uh, Marilyn Monroe getting her skirt blown up. Look, it's not what I would do, but it's an understandable theme. The one below it is Florida. Hey, people like Florida. <laughs> I don't know, just to have a... Fl- Florida's a big state with a lot of different things going on in it. Yeah, but you know what it would be. Like, uh, what? Like hmm. ocean? Yeah. Like beach-themed? Tacky shit. But I feel like just be like, oh, it's a beach <laughs> Every week theme. on the show, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to insult <laughs> another different state. state. Last week it was Massachusetts. This <laughs> week it's Florida. The down on their luck, their down, the downtrodden population of Massachusetts, the tacky, the tacky population of, of Florida. Yeah, forty-eight more states to go, and you insult New York every week just by living there. It's tough, tough shit, Tom. All right, we'll see you next week forgot what we were talking about. That was a headgum podcast.